0: Welcome to Milo Time, where we dive into the list of things that Milo loved and spend some time with my beautiful, amazing, awesome, fantastic boy, Milo. We're back with another episode of Milo Time. Daryl Kessler, along with Matt Viscardi once again, the great Matt Viscardi. Thank you, Daryl. Of course. And Matt, you were just talking at the end of the last episode about Knicks-Nets and Yankees-Mets, and you made a point that is interesting. I'm a lifetime Yankee fan myself, but I've always said, and I think Milo maybe picked up on it, not that he needed my opinions, but (laughs) that it was never in my nature to be a Yankee fan, but I just came to it because my father was a Yankee fan, and in the 70s, When I grew up, the Mets were just so, so terrible, even though I lived on Long Island and the Yankees were winning World Series. So the combination of the Yankees winning, plus my dad being a Yankee fan, even on Long Island, even though, by the way, I was born the day the Mets won the World Series in 1969, October 16th, 1969, I'm still a Yankee fan. So I'm not necessarily going to say I'm going to apologize on Milo's behalf. It's okay, Darrell. But that, that sort of is probably that probably does explain yeah, the team why. chooses
1: you everyone
0: yeah knows that. that's right but but the one team you did share you mentioned on the previous episode was the jets and milo would i think tell us and i think this goes to the point you were talking about that you were always so optimistic about yep. the jets and milo was just hyper rational and exactly. was so aware of the history that he took a very per- pessimistic view whenever the jets came up
1: exactly like i would be my optimism would be like so high until like I just honestly he didn't even have to say anything like I'd bring up the Jets and then he'd shoot me one like come on now right what are you really talking about now were you actually excited about Zach Wilson at some point I remember me and Milo kept talking about if what we because there was a whole decision like if we the Jets were gonna keep Darnold build around Darnold or go get Zach Wilson and I we were both supporters of keeping Darnold and building around him because any true Jet fan would know that Darnold has shown glimpses yeah um but, uh, yeah, so we were both on that side, but then, obviously, like, I'm more, like, just, like, prone to, like, like outside factors and, like, social media, like, getting me excited than Milo was. And then, so, like, I'd see all these Zach Wilson highlights, and then we'd draft Zach Wilson, and I was, like, really excited about it, even though, because we were both supporters of Darnold at first, and I was really excited about it, but Milo just, like, stood his ground and just, like, like was pretty much insured that... The whole Zach Wilson thing wasn't going to work out and that we should have built around Darnold, which now looking at it, it's hard to say what would have been better, but yeah, it just speaks to how just like incredibly just like unbiased and lack of hope. Maybe he was honestly, (laughs) I honestly think he was biased, but in the other direction towards the Jets. A presumption that things were
0: going to go wrong. Well, he did, I mean, I'm also a Jets fan and have been for my whole life and and I, the kids, both Max and Milo, did hear from me a lot of pessimism about the Jets yeah. over the years because things almost always end the same way, even though when you were very, very young, the Jets went to consecutive championship yeah, games, AFC championship
1: games. And then hadn't haven't been in the playoffs since. Have, great.
0: I think they have the longest playoff drought in, of any team in any of the four major sports. Is that right?
1: I, I hope not right. but it probably I, it, it is. It rings true, doesn't yeah. it? It does
0: ring true a it little does. bit. It does. Oh yeah,
1: cuz it's the Jaguar. Oh wait, no, the Jaguars, whatever. Yeah,
0: I, I think I think that's true. I think it's true. Um, I mentioned to you, I'm not sure you know this, but on a previous episode when we talked about um some of the food and restaurants that Milo loved, we talked about Sicilian wings, which is actually near much nearer to where you live it is. than to where we live in Brooklyn and Alana and I walked by it the other day, and it's. Uh, did I see I right
1: that it's closed? Uh, yeah, they're like merging with Greek Express or something. Oh, is that
0: what it is? I think it
1: is I think Greek Express just like bottom out. I think they'll still have pizza, hopefully.
0: So this is a place called The Sicilian, and it's a pizza place. But Milo and I think Matt also insisted that the wings were phenomenal there, and I, I think you, you you got beat up a little bit as a result of that. Kind of throwing it into the list of. Wings to be considered for the best in the exactly. neighborhood when Bonnie's is right around the corner from us, and, and wing, uh, whatever wing yeah. wagon is is on whatever the place is on Flatbush. Yeah. But you were you and Milo stood by the, yeah. the Sicilian for I wings. Know. It's honestly Defend kind yourself, of Matt. Viscardi. It's kind of
1: amazing how like how much like their wing rankings in like the Park Slope area was like discussed and like argued about like intensely. But yeah, so basically, I don't know if Milo had them first. Because I think Milo's a little biased towards Bonnie's. But uh, I think I had him, like, close to first. And it started, we were working, uh, like, 78th Precinct has, like, a headquarters on, like, Prospect Park West area. It might be, like, 11th Ave or 10th Ave. But, uh, and then so we, would, we were going in. We were just, like, unloading, like, helmets, like, bases, gloves, equipments, all that. And so that was really fun. And it was just like us and a few other guys, and then Mark Lussier, who like ran everything. Right. And then so Mark wanted to get us food. And then so he was talking about pizza. So he wanted to get Sicilian. And then he was just like looking at the menu. And I don't think he like seriously said it, but he's like, oh, they got wings. And then me and Milo sort of just like looked at each other and we were like, yeah, why not? Let's, let's try them out. And then so, but wings also are not the best food to eat while you're trying to like. Stock stuff and put stuff into grimy bags. old equipment. Yeah, some really no. catcher's masks definitely, and, and chest definitely protectors. Definitely some yeah. hot sauce yeah. stains on some <laughs> of those kids' equipment. But yeah, and then so we were sitting in the headquarters, like just covered, like just like pretty much only room to sit in front of, like in between all like the equipment and stuff. And we we're just chowing down on these wings, and like just like the process of just like discovering like how truly amazing these were, and like from a pizza place too, and then so it led to a lot of instances where we'd order Sicilian wings and I remember like you know when a meal is good when you and your friends are just sitting there and it's just like silence for like <laughs> 10 minutes at least yeah. and so I remember that I remember one occasion sitting in my house in my dining room like we usually sit and watch and like what we eat and like we watch something on TV or something but we just sat like family dinner style like in my dining room and just silence for like 15 minutes just chowing down on those wings yeah phenomenal amazing. Yeah. now uh,
0: we've talked quite a bit certainly recently even on this episode but in the last episode um about flag football um and i in an episode that last went up called kansas city flag football talked about you talked about the team um and i hinted a little bit about how that team sort of came together but for many many years milo was not on your team i
1: remember playing and
0: you and you and um some of the guys were together on a team and there was even a year or two sort of in your mid like when 12 and 13 and 14 where almost all of you guys were together except Milo and I I think you played against him um and I'm wondering what, what that was like, what it was like to play against him.
1: Well, I remember because it was always weird because all the other sports, like, we were always, like, kind of together. But uh, I remember Flag. I think Milo, he was at the Chargers for, like, most of his non Chiefs time. I don't know. Yeah. He might have been yeah, on some the, other were teams. Yeah, two or
0: three years in a row. I was coaching, and yeah. had, uh, Karenga was his, my coach. Oh, Karenga, yeah, right. Yeah.
1: And then I remember uh, just, no, like, I was friends with Milo, but I hadn't really seen him too much in an athletic context. And, um, And he was, like, the quarterback. He was always the quarterback for, like, the other, like, best team in the league. And it was just, it was fun to play against him, but it was also, like, not that fun because, like, he was, I think he might have, like, peaked a little before everyone started becoming, like, super athletic because he was just, like, methodical and, like, strategic with it. And so, and then when we eventually got him on our team and we had that, quarterback running back connection like I'll never forget it and I think that's like up there in terms of not just flag any football chemistry between two players that was just yeah yeah I talked on that Kansas City
0: episode that pass when Milo threw the pick six mm-hmm. in the playoffs and then I remember threw that. that out to you yep. and I I my my heart sort of skipped a beat to the extent that I really cared about what was going on in the game exactly. I just didn't want Milo to be upset and that pass when he threw it And it was just a beautiful connection. And I think, you know, I don't want to get too uh, out there, but it spoke to a really great connection. Yeah, The one he had with James in that long pass I talked about. That throw to you. I I think about that that look all the time.
1: And that connection, like, that cannot be, like, talked about enough because, like, aside from just all, all being, like, best friends and hanging out all the time, like, we literally, I know this was talked about a little bit, but for, like, years in high school, like, every day after school, we'd just go to the turf and throw the football around or, like, play basketball or something. But, like, literally, like, we practiced pretty much every day of the week, and it was just because what we would do if we could do whatever we wanted to do. And then, so then, yeah, we worked up a lot of connection there, and we'd always do these things, like, we always saw ourselves as sort of, like, a league above, like, maybe not in terms of athleticism, but in terms of just, like, watching NFL and, like, incorporating just, like, I don't know, just, like precision sort of into our game. And then so we'd always, like, it wouldn't really be a play, but me and Milo would, like, sometimes just, like, say just, like, NFL to each other, and then that would just mean, like, just some, like, real, just, like, pro-type, like, level play. Like, he'd roll out, I'd sprint out, because I always told him, like, throw it as hard as you can, just, like, rifle it. That's, like, if we just do that every time, and because he's accurate enough for if he just... I'm going to catch it no matter how hard he throws it. And so I remember there's one... It was a third down. I think it was a playoff game against the Browns. It might not be the Browns, but it was. It was like one of those moments where like it's not like the game, like ultimate game deciding play, but it's like you know when like you have to get a first down to like sort of keep the game going. And those third downs in flag, those were stressful because if you didn't get that, it was (laughs) over, and you had to get like half the field sometimes. But I remember in the huddle, like it was like a. I don't remember what the exact play was, but me and Milo were just like yeah this is like time let's like let's nFL it and then I remember I think I lined up in like the flat or something, and then we were like around it was only like five or so yards to gain and then I remember I just like I rolled that or I didn't roll out, I ran out to the right, and then Milo rolled out to the right, but he was a lefty, so he would have been like thrown across his body, and so I was just sprinting towards the sideline and then. Milo just like rifled it as hard as he can and I was like uh, like someone was covering me pretty well and then like he just rifled it and it was super fast and caught it by the uh by the sideline, it was an epic third-down conversion, and then I think we went on to win the championship that year. But so, yeah, it just speaks to the connection. Such a great
0: story, and people, have, uh, dedicated listeners know that I talk about all the time sometimes closing my eyes, and I can see some of those plays. And even if I don't know that specific yeah. play, I can think about those nights under the lights at Brooklyn Bridge Park, and I can see him rolling out, sort of yeah. loping around, and you sprinting and you getting to the right spot at the mm-hmm. right time and him just firing it as hard as he can.
1: Yeah, I think it also should be said... Some people I know like to criticize Milo's deep ball, but and it wasn't the best. But honestly, over time, I think it was really underrated. And he, I know he hit James on some deep plays. He hit me on some deep balls. So don't say anything about Milo's deep
0: ball. <laughs> I didn't know there was that criticism, but I, you know, I'm sure Milo took it in stride, as he took most things in stride. Yes, he did. Now, as you guys, um, you mentioned going to the turf after uh, after days at high school, yeah. and we touched on this in the last episode that you guys remain really really good friends I wonder why that happened I mean I have no doubt that part of it is because you guys just got along and liked each other so much and really loved each other um, but why do you think that was I don't know whether it was the particular high schools you went to or whether it was just the nature of the group
1: I think it really was more the nature of the group I think like we all I don't know how many people have like such a big like Fred group where everyone's like like where everyone can hang out like individually with one another and it'd be like fine and I think we all just like sort of lucked out with really finding like similar people to us I remember thinking when I first met like Milo and like the 321 sort of squad I remember I was where I really like sort of felt like I was becoming like a person because I felt like Honestly, looking back, like, my elementary school days up until, like, middle school, I think 51 really, like, shaped me in a lot of ways, like, gave me, like, actual, like, character traits. I sort of felt like an NPC before middle school. And, like, (laughs) I remember all the 321 kids, especially Milo, they were just, like, these, like, real people who, like, did stuff after school. I think it might have been that 321 lets you go out to lunch, so they became just, like, more people and whatnot but I remember like they were all just like cool and like they were actually like their own people and so I sort of just started hanging out with them more and I realized like okay these are my kind of people yeah and I'm just stuck
0: and then (laughs) you're stuck right it's not a bad place to be stuck and then when when you were in high school obviously you had the opportunity to go out in the evenings also a lot of time in Prospect Park yeah um when i think i mean i obviously knew that milo was out and about we encouraged max and milo to be out and about i didn't know a lot about what was going on um but i was always happy to know that he was almost certainly with some Mm -hmm. combination of you and the rest of the guys um, because i knew that you might get into some stuff but it would be good-natured and probably exactly. wouldn't put you at any significant risk or not intentionally. No. Um, and it, pro- it probably involved a football or a, or a baseball or a basketball at some point.
1: Yeah. Honestly, everything we did, it was usually, like, throw around or do something and then just, like, go back to someone's house and chill. It yeah. was just, like, sports, watch something, play video games. It was pretty, like, formulaic, but it just it worked. Mm. Yeah, and
0: I will say that... Um, When Milo was treating and when he was fully bald and when he had had his knee replaced and was very thin and um, was struggling, frankly, um, in ways that we didn't even understand at the time, it was um, extraordinary for him to still have you group around. And Mm -hmm. he would go to either your house or to Charlie's house. I remember driving him there because he wasn't able to walk uh, that distance. And... um, It really was uh, an an extraordinary and extraordinarily important lifeline, literally, for Milo to be at your house or to be at Charlie's house, even if maybe he fell asleep some of the time he was there. Um, But just to be with you guys at that really, really difficult time for him was just so important for him
1: and also it just like because i know milo was like at that point like sort of limited in what he could do but that wasn't really a problem for us because a lot of what we like to do is just like sit on the couch watch football watch tv play video games and that was something we could still do and so it felt normal and it was nice well it was really really
0: awesome of you to to the extent any accommodation was needed um to sort of dial down your plans when you knew he was going to join you because he wasn't always available and um I guess I would say to you and to the rest of the crew, thank you for for that, for him, because of all the great times you spent together, in my mind, those, for me, um, were the most important. And I think he might say the same, because he spent a lot of time, it was COVID, he was treating for cancer, and it was just him, Alana, and me. And um, being with you guys just... Always meant so much to him, and at yeah. that time, it really meant everything to him. Well, yeah,
1: like Milo and all you guys, too. Like, we were just a family,
0: yeah. Well, that's a perfect way to close things here, I think. Matt, Definitely. I want to thank you so much yeah, for this coming on really the show. Fun. I want to tell you that if you think of more things you want to talk about, you're always welcome to come back. Definitely when you go see the guys. Uh, Probably tonight, whatever, tell yeah. them to come on in that it's a lot of fun i'd love to hear some more about some other things but i want to thank you again um and i really mean it come back again if there's anything else you want to talk about
1: yeah thanks for having me daryl
0: and that's all the time we have on this episode of milo time join us again next time when i will be back with lisa cohen and we will once again look at the list of the things that milo loved thanks again matt take care